Welcome everyone to the HSO Dynamics Matters podcast, your regular sonic dive into the world of Microsoft technology related matters and much more besides. I'm your host Michael Ronan and today I'm delighted to be joined once again by HSO Managing Director David Little. I was keen to grab David and his crystal ball <clears throat> to find out what his predictions are for 2022 when it comes to HSO, Microsoft and wider business trends. And as usual, he doesn't disappoint. Oh, and David closes this episode with a quite brilliant bonus tip that will ensure your 2022 is one not to forget. So grab a brew, sit back, relax and enjoy the show. Cheddar or Stilton? Oh, that's Stilton. Almost a Christmas same one. Glass half full or glass half empty? Definitely half full or forms making some noises. Half full is the better way. 2021, memorable or forgettable? Yeah, it's memorable. Yeah, for the right reasons? For some good reasons, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 2022, optimistic or pessimistic or perhaps 100%, middling? 100% optimistic. What gives you such optimism, <clears throat> David? I think uh, 2021 was a bit of a slog, actually. And I think I think a lot of people uh, think that. Um, in, and in some ways, it was more difficult than 2020, I think, for a lot of people. Personally and professionally? Personally, yeah. I think both because it didn't quite realise, 2021 didn't quite realise the big opening up and the big kind of celebration of everything yeah. back to normal because it wasn't. We obviously still had Christmas last year that was uh, still really restricted. We then went into lockdown again and everybody was back and we ended up, it never quite got going. Yeah. And I think the newness of it, which had some, I mean, obviously it was bad, but there was a lot of people experienced a lot of new things, didn't they? Yeah. And had a new perspective and everybody was in it together. And 2021 didn't have that. Yeah. So it was like the long tail of the whole thing that everybody's now really fed up. People kind of adapted a little bit to it, haven't they? And uh, got used to it. I think 2022 is almost started as a year of recognition that we're still not out of it and things are still a little bit the same. In terms of HSO from 2021 perspective, how was it for the, the business? It was great and it continued. So we, we finished 2020. Obviously, we, we bounced back. We obviously had a lot of retail customers who were heavily impacted, but they started investing yeah. really heavily and, and quickly. So we bounced from 2020 into 2021. Although I think there was still a bit of uncertainty with, you know, a bit stop start with, you know, for the same reasons where we had one of our customers, for example, that was due to start a hospitality business and they couldn't start because they went back into a furlough situation right, at the beginning okay. of 2021. Uh, but overall, it was big momentum. Uh, and I think it's, again, it set us up for, I think, the optimism that I feel for. I was going to say, so you think, is that optimism because you think people, uh, there's more confidence in people? Well, the optimism, I think, on technology is that I think there's a rush for people to invest. And I think there's a, a recognition that actually goes back to the middle of the 2020, yeah. that people were investing too slowly. And I think whichever sector you're in, even the sectors that may have thought we invest a lot of money, I think recognised that they were going far too slowly. Right. So I think there's been a massive acceleration. And also the fact that people being forced to use technology to work differently, like working at home, again, has put technology 
given it a different place on the agenda. People rely on it more, aren't they? Yeah, so I think it's now got a seat at the management table in a way that it didn't traditionally have. And that was something that was growing, but it's been accelerated by COVID. And I think people are now seeing that you can get things quicker with technology. It doesn't have to be a slog. It doesn't have to be a two-year program. You need to invest in infrastructure, but you can get things quickly as well. You can make a quick difference to your business. You can make it more flexible. And again, from an optimism and 2022 perspective, what excites you about the direction of HSO and actually the direction of Microsoft because the two are obviously interlinked? Yeah, I think our, our big optimism is just the combination of very high demand in our existing markets, unprecedented demand in many ways for not just what well, not not just in our existing markets but also for new technology yeah. um, but also the fact that we're trying to break into new markets and new technologies at the same time so it's the excitement of us being well positioned our competitive place in the market microsoft's place in the market in a market that's changing incredibly quickly and the demands of us having to change just cause uh, or bring just amazing excitement because it won't just come to us. It's like, can we run quickly yeah. to keep up with this and to keep changing ahead of what customers are asking for? Because link back to the point about the realization that businesses now have, coming with that is a very high expectation on delivering benefits. So we're having to do things differently. So it's not just about technology anymore. Yeah. And we were chatting about this earlier on about in terms of Microsoft's direction and kind of technology direction overall. And you mentioned there that something um, that Microsoft are conscious of is it's not trying to get too far ahead in where they're taking technology innovation. They want people to be able to use the things that they're creating now to their full maximum. Is that kind of where you see 2022 yeah. being the focus for them? Definitely. And for Microsoft and for us, I think it's there is a, I'm almost sort of coming to the second point first, but one of the big things that we all need to achieve is we need to become far more efficient at delivering technology and getting to a point where technology is delivering benefits. It's still very much about that they're not the economies of scale that there need to be if we were in a mature market. And one of the things that I often do is reflect on what we do collectively in the technology industry compared to other markets yeah. and in some ways the lack of maturity. And the fact that we don't template things, the fact that we don't have quick ways of doing things, we tend to still just do things on the basis of it's going to take you people days to do things, it's going to take you X hundreds of days to, to achieve things, and then you move on to the next one and do it again. Very quickly, what HSO will be doing is moving to a much more templated, accelerated approach where customers can get benefits quicker. And I think that's what the industry is going to increasingly demand. So I think if you roll forward a couple of years, I think it's just going to become standard that people expect things to be done using a template with preloaded content and just deliver stuff much quicker. Is this a David Little prediction for 2023, 24, 25? Yeah, I know from experience predicting the time that things are going to happen is is pretty unwise. But I think the prediction about it happening is inevitable because I think if you look at anything else, it is about content, isn't it? Yeah. You know, it's not just kind of doing a thing. It's about delivering a result. And you can look at that from every sector is kind of moving towards, I will sell you a product. To, I'll, actually, I'll give you an, an, an end result. And I think it's the same in, in our industry. I, I mean, I often think about, like TVs, for example, you used to buy a TV. Now, effectively, the thing that people are buying is content through channels. 
and uh, obviously the, the channels are now becoming content creators, aren't they? Yeah, and yeah. In fact, as you have, have been for a while, um, and that's the way that they're going to attract people. And I think it's uh, it has to be the same thing. The industry has to go the way of us coming with solutions out of the box uh, and people that are capable of doing that as well, which actually means a very different approach to the way that we do things. It's less about technical skills yep. and, and functional knowledge. It's actually about leadership in the way that we uh, in the services that we provide to our customers. Customers and people, um, there's a saying actually that I like, that times change, people don't, and people are always going to be looking for value uh, and benefits. So yeah. as long as that remains the focus in terms of whatever it is that we do as an organisation and Microsoft creates in terms of technology, that's the way forward. It's about benefits for the end user, the customers. Yeah, 100%. And I've said for a while that the industry, and I've been in the industry for you know a very long time, for most of that time has not delivered to its promise. You know, it's been a series of upgrades and new technologies yeah. that haven't actually delivered. There have been more flexible versions of the technology, but whether it's actually ended up being adopted and, and delivered the benefits in the right way is, has been questionable. But that is the bit that's now changing quickly. So and this is what makes it exciting for us. So as well as new technology dimensions, it's new people skills and yeah. other services that enable us to land things better, like you know, change management. Uh, business analysis skills and those things. It sounds great that you're as optimistic as you are. But if there was a message that you had to give to organisations considering any kind of technology change or or perhaps aren't quite as far ahead of, uh, of the curve as some who are taking advantage of new technology to deal with things like the pandemic, is there a, uh, a positive message and a reason why you would suggest that they perhaps look to, to move forward with new technology and try and get off what they're on at the moment, try and take advantage of those things? Is there? Well, I, think, there? I think the first thing is that very few companies are not saying that, whereas in the past, most companies' default position probably was inertia. Yeah. Whereas now, I think it is the opposite. I think it's actually quite rare to find a business that's saying, we're going to stay put there are one or two, but it's it's quite odd, you know, and I think you'd be quite taken aback if somebody said, no, we're fine, we're not going to use technology <laughs> to change to change your business. So I don't think people need a lot of a lot of urging in that sense. But I think I'd certainly be urging people to think about the way that they do it. Where they use it. And embrace yeah, it. And, and also embrace and think the concept of thinking about your infrastructure and thinking short-term at the same time, long-term and short-term okay. at the same time is, is really important. Uh, I, I mean, I've heard it referred to as bimodal IT, which is basically about investing in the infrastructure, keeping the lights on, and also just making sure your infrastructure stays flexible, but at the same time deliver quick benefits to the business. And I think you have to do both simultaneously. And that's what we're finding. More customers are doing more projects in parallel. They're not waiting to do a two-year ERP implementation. They want to deliver benefits as, as they go. And that's exactly as it should be. Okay. And and, and here's an interesting question there, because as HSR has grown as an organization, you know, we're not just an ERP organization. We're not just Dynamics 365. We are data analytics. We are the power platform. We are Microsoft 365 and everything that sits within that. So do you think organizations can take little bits of value from each of those sort of those those elements of technology or do they need to put whole things in before they can then move on to the next piece and when do they start to take advantage of those different technologies? Yeah, that's I think the I think it should be the former. I think the starting point should be I, I can pick and choose and that's actually what Microsoft are trying to make it. Okay. Whereas in the past, it used to be ERP plus, I need to get the platform in. Right. ERP was the kind of data foundation. Then it could do other interesting things on top of it. 
uh, that's not quick enough anymore. And Microsoft are trying to dissemble the you know the solutions so that it is more modular and you can do it piece by piece. So you can you know put in, for example, you know elements of ERP plus Power Platform, you know, and elements of the Dataverse, uh, the foundation, and then evolve that over time as you add more things. So that is that is an important way of doing things. And the way to take advantage of that is to make sure that you've got the right architectural direction so that you know exactly where it's going, so that you don't paint yourself into a corner. And that's a good example of new services that we provide is we've got data architects and yes. enterprise architects who can map that journey out and say, yes, you can start with this smaller piece, but it will still fit into the overall picture and you won't find yourself you know, basically inefficient in the future because you've gone in the wrong direction. Great. So 2021 was the year of, of inertia, perhaps. 2022 is the year of productivity and optimism. And in terms of optimism, David, how are you getting on with your New Year's resolution? Did you have one? I yeah, well, I was immediately going to correct you and say, what do you mean New Year's resolution? I always have about 10, <laughs> seriously, coming every every aspect of my life. So it's, <laughs> so maybe this is a, an, an insight into my mindset, which is incremental improvements. Incremental um, improvements. I was, I was talking to somebody yesterday, I think it was, about dry January and why I think it's a bad idea. Um, and apart from the fact that it's impossible for me to do it as a Scotsman because I've got Burns Night <laughs> oh, yeah. on the 25th of, of January, so that, that makes That's it impossible. Yeah. I, I do actually think it's a bad idea because you, you attempt something that's too big and even if you succeed, what people then do is they then do a blowout so it doesn't create better habits. Yeah. Right. So what you need to do is create, create better habits. So what I try and do is just nudge everything along a bit so there's all there'll be something to do with like time management health diet sport and leisure you know yeah. just holidays there are many great insights in today's episode thanks to david but i wanted to pick up on three that resonated with me the first is that david believes 2022 will see organizations adopt a more templated approach to technology he believes it's this approach that will see the end of two to three year technology projects, delivering faster benefits and even allowing projects to be run side by side. And the second is that Microsoft will continue to break their platform down into modular components, again, so organizations can get solutions and value faster. And the last is that we may see the pace of innovation even slow a little as Microsoft increase focus on helping organizations increase and improve the use of the innovative tools that they already have at their disposal. And there you have it, David's 2022 predictions for what should be a great year ahead. I hope you enjoyed this episode and until next time, take care of yourselves.